Hello, and welcome to another episode of Wealth Planning Illuminated. I am your host, Teresa Marks, a senior wealth strategist at CIBC Private Wealth in the U.S. I am joined today by my colleague, Halsey Schreier, also a senior wealth strategist at CIBC Private Wealth. In today's episode, Halsey and I will discuss planning for a privately held business when a sale may be sometime in the future, and those issues to consider well in advance of any transition. This is part three in our three-part series focused on planning for the privately held business. All right, let's get started. A lot of our business owners plan to run their business for the long term, but we both have seen situations where all of a sudden a sale opportunity comes up and they're, they're looking for how do I now transition the business? So what can business owners do today to prepare for that sale, their potential sale in five, 10, 15 years? You're certainly right. Most of the times when we have a, someone come in who needs is trying to sell their business, it's a fire drill. Mm-hmm. It's happening, you know, within the next six months, and there's not enough time to do the proactive planning you need to. So, I think the key takeaway is it's a long-term process. We want to start. We want to implement these processes early on. Mm-hmm. So, I think the first thing a business owner wants to think about is trying to maximize their value mm-hmm. because we'll see plenty of small business owners who get a little, you know, aggressive with their tax situation and maybe take a little too much personal benefit out of the company, which could have a negative impact on the long-term value. So you want to really keep clean books and records. You want to make sure that your key employees are locked in, that key contracts are locked in, that really the governance and structure of your business is set up for someone else to come in almost immediately and buy it without any real issues. So it's setting up that business for maximum value and maybe even having an understanding what that value is. So if, you know, periodically, if you get someone to come in and value the business just so you know where you are so that if you actually do get an offer or interest, you can decide whether or not it is a worthwhile offer or just let it walk away. Mm -hmm. So it's really implementing best practices today so that you're more prepared, even if the sale is in 15, 20 years. That's definitely correct. Yeah. Yeah. So what about, you know, in terms of, you know, wealth planning opportunities? You know, a lot of times there's a lot of wealth built up in businesses over time. So, so what should business owners be thinking about in terms of ownership or transfer of ownership, you know, in terms of getting their family ready maybe for the, for the ultimate sale? So. Many times business owners, their primary passion is that business mm-hmm. and they get lost in it and they, that's what they think about it. What's, it's what drives them and they're constantly sort of looking how to improve their business, but they really forget about number one, about themselves mm-hmm. and their family and a privately held business has such potential to really be that nest egg for the future, not only for the first generation of business owners, but for the next generation and potentially for years to come. Mm -hmm. Because a privately held business is a great thing to plan with. But to plan with it for your own personal wealth, it takes time. Mm -hmm. You've got to set up the vehicles ahead of time. So whether it is setting up an irrevocable trust in in your state or a state like Delaware, we can set up a dynasty trust, but set up a trust, gifting it to the next generation, and then potentially leveraging that gift with a big sale at the end of the day to really maximize value of those gift tax exemptions. It's, I mean, there, it's a, a, power, a privately held business is a powerful tool. Mm-hmm. And the last, and we see it all too often where a, a business owner gets too close to selling their business and doesn't have the time or opportunity to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. But our most successful clients in the privately held business really think about that sale years in the future and position themselves to benefit not only them, but their family. So, the, so, so they're transferring assets to maybe a trust for the benefit of their children or while the value is low mm-hmm. so that when there's a sale, it's, it's all that appreciation is captured in the trust rather than in the, in the, 
hands of the owner. That, that's that's exactly correct. We just, we had a great example of this recently, where a client maximized their gift back in 2012. So they gave five million dollars each to uh, irrevocable trusts for the for the benefit of their family, mm-hmm. and then the the business recently sold for upwards of fifty million dollars. So we're talking about turning that five million dollar gift into something over twenty five million dollars mm-hmm. in trust. So it's powerful. I mean, you can't I mean you can also benefit your cha- charitable endeavors. So mm-hmm. you can do the same thing with charitable trusts or the donor advised fund, and you can do that a little closer to the end line Mm -hmm. because it will really help maybe mitigate the income tax impact of selling the business. Mm -hmm. So how does a client or, you know, a business owner know how to go about doing all of these things? You know, both the the positioning their business for maximum value as well as these wealth planning techniques. I think the the number one thing is to have the right people around you. Mm -hmm. I mean, because... As a business owner, you probably know your business really well, and you know how to run that business, and you've grown that business, and that's you know, your thing. But mm-hmm. you can't be you can't be everything. So it's always to surround yourself with you know, with a good CPA, have a good attorney, have a good estate planning attorney, work with you know an investment advisory group, work with wealth planners, work with financial advisors, work, work with people who have your best interests in mind. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think probably the, one of the most important people to work with is have a expert valuation person on your side mm-hmm. because you really need to understand what the intrinsic value is of that business because that's the only way you can really take advantage of gifting or giving to charity and also understand whether that offer is worthwhile. So if I can summarize this long-term process, it's really about three things. Making the business as attractive as possible throughout the life of the business through things like structure and governance. It's also about considering wealth planning early and often, if you will. Um, And then, of course, forming a team and having a team around you again throughout the life of the business so that really the business can be in the best position when it's time to sell and the family can be in the best position as well. So if you do all of these things, the business can be in a great position no matter when that offer might come to sell. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Wealth Planning Illuminated. We hope you found this topic interesting and that you will continue to explore the variety of wealth planning topics available to you on this channel. Thank you and have a great day. CIBC Private Wealth Management includes CIBC National Trust Company, CIBC Delaware Trust Company, CIBC Private Wealth Advisors Incorporated, all of which are wholly owned subsidiaries of CIBC Private Wealth Group LLC and the private banking division of CIBC Bank USA. All of these entities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. This document is intended for informational purposes only, and the material presented should not be construed as an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any security. Concepts expressed are current as of the date of this publication only and may change without notice. Such concepts are the opinions of our investment professionals, many of whom are chartered financial analyst charter holders or certified financial planner professionals. Certified Financial Planner Board of Standards Incorporated owns the certification marks CFP and Certified Financial Planner in the U.S. There is no guarantee that these views will come to pass. Past performance does not guarantee future comparable results. The tax information contained herein is general and for informational purposes only. CIBC Private Wealth Management does not provide legal or tax advice, and the information contained herein should only be used in consultation with your legal, accounting, and tax advisors. To the extent that information contained herein is derived from third-party sources, although we believe the sources to be reliable, we cannot guarantee their accuracy. The CIBC logo is a registered trademark of CIBC used under license. Investment products are not FDIC insured, may lose value, and are not bank guaranteed.